This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the road for the Cardinals Insider Podcast, Joe and Larry back in St. Louis. I'm Brett McMillan, and we are really pleased to be joined by Cardinals prospect Jordan Walker. Jordan, man, so good to be catching up. Uh, just how's your year been so far here at AA Springfield? It's been great, man. Um, met a lot of new people, um, getting acclimated to the area. I really do like the area. Springfield's a great area, and you know the, the competition's been really tough too, which, you know, some people might shy away from, but I like good competition, you know, struggling a little bit. It's not always fun, but you know, you get used to it and it helps you learn. So I've learned a lot here and I really do like it here out here in Springfield. It's a lot of work. You know, I'm reminded Absolutely. like we come down here and we see you guys doing the same stuff, really early work that the big league guys Absolutely. are doing. So what's your day look like? What, what do you do from the time you show up till game time? Um, usually we show up, um, we have a little bit of time, you know, to get dressed. Um, we get there, sometimes we play cards on the table. Um, we like to play presidents. I don't think we play any other game. Um, really addicting game. It's pretty good. Um, then we usually have either a hitters meeting or we go straight to the cage for our cage work. It usually takes about an hour. Get back into the locker room. Um, some of us might have early work, um, whether it's base running, bunting, or a little bit of defensive work. Um, then we all go out, stretch, throw, get ready, maybe take some in and out, hit on the field, and then we're done. And then we have a little bit of time to relax in the locker room while the other team's taking BP. We usually play presidents again, you know what I mean, play cards. Um, and then we do a little bit of pre-game, you know what I mean? So off the machine, we'll do whoever's throwing. So maybe if it's a sinker ball throwing, we'll have sinkers off the machine or somebody with a good slider, we'll have a sliders off the machine right before the game. You know, just to get a little bit of time, just to see it before we actually go into the game. And then after hitting, we get dressed and go out to the field. So, you know, a pretty jam-packed day, um, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. For sure. You had a pretty unconventional draft experience because it was during COVID. Absolutely. So for a lot of people, you know, they didn't get to see you till right, right. spring training. Right. And I've got to say, this year in Jupiter, I thought, man, that guy just physically looks like he's a big leaguer. Like his body looks that way. <sighs> Have you put on weight? Have you changed it all since you were drafted? Absolutely. I came in drafted, I think, around 215. Right now I'm 250. So I, I, I worked a lot in the offseason trying to put on weight. But this year, unlike last year, I've been putting on a lot of weight. But I think it's due to the workouts, you know, just, I, I eat a lot more now this year than I did last year. Maybe because I have some feel on how the season goes on, but uh, I think, you know, it's just the weight that I put on after getting drafted. Is that a natural thing? Most of us are trying to go the other way. Right. We're trying to take weight <laughs> off, you know, but I imagine you have to right. be careful. You don't want to be too muscle bound. Right. You want to have that agility. Absolutely. How, I mean, there's a great staff that's helping you. Absolutely. Has that been hard? Right. Um, no. So our strength trainer, Trap, makes everything really easy. He has a plan for us based on, like, what he wants us to do he wants us to get better at we have tests every month just you know what, what we need to work on for next month and, and what we're already good at telling us that so his plan really does help us you know shape how we should be working out how we should be eating and you know it's really helpful to hear that and it makes you know putting on or losing weight a lot easier for us Jose Wager, your manager we right. were talking to him right. yesterday and right. he said one of the things he's noticed with you is 
eat when you have a bad at-bat, and there haven't been a lot of those this year, but when you do, you're straight to the iPad in the dugout. Right. You want to see where the pitch was. You want to see how your mechanics were. Right. Uh, that's a big deal as far as realizing that and implementing it at this level. Why did you decide, hey, I need to be looking at this film this way? So sometimes, you know, not everything is figured out in the at-bat. Sometimes I don't, I'll know always where I missed that pitch or what my swing was like uh, if I was flying open. Sometimes I can tell, but sometimes I can't. So when I, when I strike out or have a bad at-bat, you know, I like to go look at the iPad, go look at the film um, just to see, like, what you know adjustments I, should, I need to make for next at bat to make the next at bat better because I don't want to just keep on making the same mistake and wasting at bats. So that's really my like idea on how to handle it. But that, that's really what I'm thinking about after a bat at bat. Hitting to me kind of almost seems like cursive handwriting right. where you want <laughs> a certain right. result, but everybody does it a little different. Right, right. So for you, like we'll hear Albert Pujols say, "Yeah, I'm just trying to keep a level swing plane." Right. And 600, and as of last night, I think 88 oh, yeah, of them were out. 686, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot so, one for sure. But you know, yeah. like that's never necessarily. Right. his intent right. for you what kind of hitter are you are you trying to put it in the gap right. are you looking for that easy power right. when it's going good what what would you describe it as to be honest I like to keep it simple I just like to hit the ball hard I really don't care where it goes too much and I feel like as long as I hit the ball hard they're gonna land and then I'm gonna score runs you know get RBIs so my main focus is to hit the ball hard um, I'm not really too worried about anything much else to be honest <laughs> uh, you know, I was struck by coming in here, they've got all you guys, some pictures of you running through the scoreboard, right. and there's a lot that comes with being a high draft pick like you are, and you seem really well, uh, you know, you do really well at managing that, but how do you kind of just keep a level head and focus on your work and not worry about what's on the internet or what people are saying about where you yeah. are, where you aren't, or whatever? Um, it's, you know, my teammates definitely help me out with that. They, they are always cracking on me, ripping on me for stuff like that. And so, you know, just joking around with them makes it a lot easier to take, you know, some of the pressure off. Um, so I really thank them for that. Um, but I honestly, to be honest, on social media, I really don't look at that much, too much of that stuff. Somebody might tell me something, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I know as soon as the pressure gets in there, that's gonna start affecting me. So I just try to take it easy, you know what I mean? Whatever happens, happens. And I feel like if I keep my same approach, I'll still still be doing, um, you know, my thing. But uh, yeah, my teammates definitely, I have to say, do help me out with that quite a bit. So when you're not at the ballpark and right. you've got a down minute, what do you do when you're not playing baseball? Well, I play video games, for sure. Mason and I, we always, I mean, we haven't been doing it lately, but we usually hop on our PS5 when we get back to the, uh, our apartment and play 2K of the basketball game. Um, that's usually most of the time. Or we, you know, hang out in the main room with uh, my other roommates, Lund and uh, Yasenka. So, you know, nothing too crazy. Maybe go out to eat every once in a while. But uh, yeah, those are, those, that's my type of so thing to do. Be honest with me. Right. Between you and Mason, me. Give, give me the winning percentage. Me. <laughs> me. Instant call. Yeah, Instant. Me. me. I'm <laughs> definitely better at Mason winning in video games. I want that to be known for sure. Are you playing with your, your Hawks? Like uh, no, no, no. So we uh, sometimes, you know, we'll do maybe 1v1 matchup, or uh, sometimes we also like to play fall guys as well um you know i he won't admit it but i, I think i'm better than him for sure <laughs> we got a chance to talk with mason right. that's something that'll be Absolutely. on the, the cardinals insider Absolutely. television show on right. youtube if anybody wants to check it out but right. uh you know he's caught a lot of eyes too that 100 oh, yeah. mile per hour throw Absolutely. at the futures game oh, yeah. what's it been like for you to kind of have that energy of not right. that you're trying to one up each other but right. he goes out and does something cool right. you go out and do something cool right. i'm sure it's that feeds. definitely i think it's a positive thing you know what i mean um we're always competing against each other 
And I remember before the um, Futures game, he said, if I get a ground ball, I'm going to let it rip. And I was like, oh, he's going to break a record or something like that. And next thing you know, 100.5. I didn't know what the record was, but I knew he was going to throw something hard. So, you know, it was pretty cool to see that. And then I was like, if I get one, I'll let one rip too. But uh, I never got a ground ball. And I told him if I did, he, he, he's lucky that I didn't because I, I was going to beat him on a throw. But, you know, I think that competitive spirit is what helps us, you know, drives us to be better. So I, I really do like that, you know, that positive um, impact that he has. Any level of pro ball is a high level of competition. Yeah, absolutely. But I got to imagine the fall league and the futures game oh, yeah. are just a different level because it's everybody's top couple absolutely. prospects. How is absolutely. it different? Again, no disrespect because these guys are all really right. good. But how is it different than what you see in an average game? Honestly, not too much. These guys are these guys are really good as well. Um, Futures game, you know, we only got a little bit of you know seeing how they can do. Those guys are really good, man. Um, but we we're only there for a few at bats, so I can't even make the comparison. But I mean, honestly, there's not too much of a difference. These guys are still, you know. Throwing hard, hitting spots, their off speed's really good. So honestly, with the small sample size from this Futures game, I can't really tell the difference, to be honest. How have you been able to, when you do have a game where maybe you, you know, you're one for three or 0 for four, right. how do you flush that and leave it at home right. when you come to the ballpark the next day? I mean, it, it just, it happens. Earlier on in my career, I, I really, because in high school, you didn't really struggle too much, um, just coming out of high school. But when I, my first 0 for five game, I think I had three strikeouts, it was tough for me. But as I kept playing, I, I realized, oh, there's a lot of games like that. So you're just going to have to deal with it, to be honest. I went over for yesterday, and I honestly, I feel like I'm taking it the best as that I've ever taken it. Um, you know, it's, I feel like it's, I'm still working on it, but, you know, forgetting about it, flushing it, it's a process, and I think I'm getting a little bit better at it. And I, I don't worry about it too much anymore, you know what I mean? They're going to happen, you know I mean? You just got to deal with it. And then there's also those days where you're really hot and get the, you know, baseball that sometimes evens out. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, you just got to take it, you know, the good with the bad. You're on this awesome journey right now. Right. You know, hopefully we're ending up in St. Louis right. and lots of good hopefully, things to come. Absolutely. But I'm sure it's been a lot of fun to share with friends and family. Absolutely. How is it compared to what you imagined as a kid? Right. I mean, it's even better, to be honest. Um, you know, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think minor leagues would be as cool as it is. I know it's definitely a grind, but, you know, it's fun. You know, still playing professional baseball. Not in the big leagues yet, but you're getting closer and closer every day. You know what I mean? And just that grind and, you know, facing these guys, getting you ready for the big leagues, it's, it's really fun. I really do enjoy it, and I thought it was a lot better than what I thought it was as a kid. Is there a piece of advice you've gotten right. from anybody so far that really has stuck with you in your, your pro ball career? Um, it might be, you know, it's really simple, but our um, catcher, uh, he got moved up to AAA, Pedro Pajes. Um, he said, you know, just, he's really, he was really good at telling me to relax at the plate and relax in the field. And I feel like that's the best advice because when I relax, I feel like the most confident player that I can be. So him, I really thank him just telling me to relax, you know, and just, you know, do what I can do is probably the best advice I've heard. I noticed that. It's funny you say right. that. I noticed that last night. Right. I was down in one of the camera wells, and right. you were kind of smiling and said yeah. hey to the third base coach right. and Absolutely. smiling at the pitcher. Right. Sometimes I, I see that in big league guys, and sometimes right. they're stoic, and right. everybody's different. But right. have you always been that way? Were you always um, a smiley guy? Um, so, <laughs> see, yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I, was, um, when I was a little bit younger and I didn't have a great day, I wasn't always a smiley guy. But, you know, nowadays – as I said before, when you just for, learn to forget about the bad days that you have, I feel like smiling just makes you feel a lot better, a lot more confident, and a lot more relaxed on the field. So I try to do that a lot more, for sure. But got maybe what six, eight weeks here left in the season. Absolutely, maybe yeah. a little bit longer. You guys uh, maybe, are playing good baseball. Maybe, hopefully, uh, absolutely. What do you want to? You know, it's been a great year, like I said. But what do you want to do this year that kind of 
launches you into the winter you want to have and then showing up to Jupiter next year, mm -hmm. feeling like you're ready for whatever it is that comes next? I think just, you know, seeing more pitches. Um, right now, I'm seeing a lot more sliders and a lot more change-ups, um, and I think that's a good thing. You know, I'm going to have to be ready for it at some point, and so seeing it now, um, I think it's going to help me for, you know, my future at-bats and things like that, get me more used to sliders low and away or right-on-right change-ups that I don't really see too often in my past. So I feel like just seeing more pitches, um, and then also more velo will help me, you know, be better and better at bats in, in the future. So I think like just, you know, that stuff right there will help me be a better hitter and prepare me for the winter and, and next and then next uh, spring. Now, I know you didn't grow up in Cardinal country, yeah, and that's okay. No, most, no. most guys don't. <laughs> right, right, do right. you have any like Cardinal memories? Because that when you were growing up, that's right. one of the cool things about the franchise is right. that 25 plus years here of being. Yeah pretty stinking good right do you have any memories like on tv of watching certain guys that that have come through the cardinals um okay well yeah pool holes obviously um i know when i was younger i honestly didn't watch too much baseball but he is definitely a name that i heard of you know albert pools one of the best hitters in all time um but yeah also another memory obviously was 2019 when i was still a braves fan um them smacking us you know 11 to 0 i, I remember getting off a plane and uh and it was the first inning or something like that, and it was like 11 to zero, and I was like wondering what happened. You know, a few years down the road, I'm happy that it happened, you know, part of the Cardinals organization, but man, I just remember how good they were during that game. That's just a memory that I'll remember forever, so. Did you get to catch up with Albert at all in spring? I did not, I did not, not at all. But uh, I wish I, I wish I had the opportunity. Maybe he'll be around in the future hopefully, at some point. Hopefully, uh, absolutely. Kind of out there doing the instructional thing. For sure. Well, Jordan, man, we really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Best of luck Thank the rest so of much. the way. Thank you so much, yes, sir. Absolutely. We'll be back on September. September 1st with our season finale of the Cardinals Insider Podcast. You can email us, podcast with an S, at cardinals.com. And, of course, get all your updates at cardinals.com slash podcast. For Jordan Walker, I'm Brett McMillan. That's all from Springfield, Missouri.